0: Shock. And uh, if you want a Snickers, Andy, that's all you need. Okay. It really satisfies. Does it really Does it satisfy? That, that is the claim.
1: I do like the uh, the commercial with uh, uh, the Brady Bunch and, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, machete. Yeah. <laughs> I like the original Danny, commercial, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo, thank you. Uh, I like the original during the Super Bowl though, because it was a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hit me in the hit me. Bo- it Bobby hit me in the <laughs> nose with the football? And he just he's like, he's gonna have to pay. <laughs> it's just going I gotta, on.
2: I gotta ask Thompson what's going on. I mean, one of them posted a picture of uh, them on the set with Don- Danny Trejo, and I have oh. no idea why. That was like months ago. Huh. Uh,
0: what's that? What's that project that uh, Ramirez is doing now? I mean, Rod- Rodriguez? Robert Rodriguez? Oh, shoot. It's we talked about it like three weeks I know, ago. It's
2: something we all love. What isn't he doing right Spy now? Spy Kids 15. <laughs> no,
0: he's doing something, though. He's doing something. I
3: don't know. Right. I should listen to the Ugly Couch Show, Geek Shot. Can, I'd probably find out.
0: All right. Is it on there? Oh, it's back in the old episodes. Yeah, it's, it's right, in the right, old right, episodes. Right, right. Uh, episode. But this is a
3: new episode. Welcome, folks. It's Geek-, Geek Shock number 292.
1: I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Back to Andy. And we're here to talk week Weekend Geek. Well, yeah. to be fair, I sometimes, I actually most of the time, forget what we talked about on the show, like half an hour after the show's over. But I edit them, and I, I put know the notes do. together.
3: I should know this. Well, and I love Rodriguez. Well,
0: I get, you know, when you dip when you dip into pop culture, okay. it's the junk food of knowledge. <laughs> it's true. And, and we're Lord all stuffed I, to the gills oh. with it.
2: <laughs> no, we just, I mean, I mean, at work, I'm, I write something, and then I immediately forget about it. I'm an expert for a week. <laughs> that
3: sounds about and right. And somebody
2: asked me some question about a month ago, I'm like, I, I'd have to look at it again. You gotta clear you know. out
0: some brain space, man. Yeah.
3: That's true. And and Lord knows, I mean, if you think some of the news that makes the show is bad. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Everything that I waded through to get this, wow. I'll bet.
1: Mm. These Snickers Extreme are like really, really, really chewy. Yep, well, it's and they're all that, it's the
3: nuts. It's all that caramel, man. What kind of nuts? I guess. These nuts! <laughs> Got
1: him! Got him!
0: Got him! Got him. <laughs> oh, that Spider-Man one is the best still. <laughs> that's right. That's my favorite.
2: It
3: makes me laugh. It's just Spider-Man just about it. <laughs> Got
2: him. The softball Got pitch get going.
3: All right. <laughs> well, I have been way too friggin' busy to even geek up really anything. Uh, I got to play an hour. I didn't even get to. Did you get to go to the con? Did not get to go to the con. Me I had neither. to work. I was working. It all. Yeah. I know. I hate it. I, just, <laughs> I, I went to the
2: con. The parking was great. Oh, you covered. <laughs> you, you, took, lie. you took Andy's
3: bit. <laughs> you lie. All right. So you two—that's Je- Jeff and Andy—went
1: to the con, and, and the parking was horrible again this year. Oh, see, I, where do you park? Did you catch just, up
0: with Skills? Did you catch Skills while he was there? Oh boy, oh,
1: that's that's another story for off the air. Oh, I'll save that one for off the air. Long story short. We were supposed to meet up at the con, and he decided to go have pizza at the time that I had informed him I would be at the con. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, all right. And he did not come back. Well, <laughs> there okay. you go. Uh, he, I, he loves pizza. I par- A,
0: that
2: we called him pizza. Yeah. That was his For, nickname. Yeah, no, forever. Yeah. <laughs> I parked in the, uh, the the big flat lot outside, and there was no
3: problem. All oh, right. Let's skip the parking this year. <laughs> Jeez, <bro. laughs>
0: yeah. Tell us about the fucking convention. Did you get to actually meet... Uh, rachel and miles andy
2: no no that's in november oh it's still coming oh this, good yeah you haven't oh, missed that oh yay
0: <laughs> oh man that makes me i'm I, good
2: good 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 hey, i huh?
0: was really just i was like oh i'm gonna miss rachel miles no it's not till november yay you'll,
2: you'll be busy that week
0: too. i'm sure i will yeah. <laughs> but i'll try i'm going to wrestling this week by god are you yeah fsw is thrown down at Samstown sunday night i got my sunday night clear it's happening I can nice. work Sunday day. And I'm going to see some wrestling. wrestling. I love when they're at Sam's Town. It's the easy one for me to go to. I like that arena. I like that setup. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. So if anyone wants to go, anyone within the sound of my voice. Nah. <laughs> future Stars of Wrestling, uh, I will be there sitting in the back row, chilling <laughs> like a villain. Um, it's about 20 bucks, a little bit less for a seat. And it's great fun. Uh, these guys are good. Hopefully, um, the uh, the Reno scum will be there. They're my favorites. <laughs> what time does it start? Uh, around seven thirty, I think. Okay, seven o'clock.
3: Yeah, about seven to ten. is Usually, how these things go, depending how exhausted I am after work, because I worked that morning. Push through. I, I might it be, be able to attend It will reinvigorate you. Push through. <laughs> it will
0: reinvigorate. Honestly, it's e- you know, I mean, it's not far. Right, right over to Sam's Town. Easy parking, always. You hop, skip, and a jump right on in, and boom, we're in fun zone. It's fucking fun. As long as nothing else comes in between, then do not let me forget this. I will try. I'll try to I'll tweet your ass and text your ass. Yeah. Come see it. I got a couple of people, I, be- I want to see. I got this. a couple people on the hook. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna put it out again on social media. I'm going to FSW. It's fun, man future stars of wrestling Sunday 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 Sam'stown Casino
3: yes so highlight of the con for you two?
2: Uh, it was a pretty mild con for me I was I, I came to I was camping during the week so I just got there for the, the uh, Sunday okay and uh, uh, okay it's the one day thing. hit yeah and so I I just gave a wander around a couple times and looked for people I knew talked to some old friends I ran into the um, the Phil Box, uh, the, the Crazy Brothers with the cowboy hats that here live here in town. Nice. Um, and actually, they were with a friend of theirs who was what the hell was he doing? He was doing something. I was like, what, really? Was, um, <laughs> he's like producing some TV show that involves comics. Oh, preacher! is doing something with preacher.
3: He's doing something with preacher. Yeah, my wow.
2: God. And they were they were off to something, so I couldn't quiz him on it. But yeah,
3: mm. but uh,
2: yeah, it was it was pretty mild for me. I just wandered around. And, at, at this out. point, I'd
3: almost be so skeptical that I'd, if someone told me they were working on preacher, I would interpret it on the way they said preacher on how it was going. Right, right. <laughs> so
2: it was a solid con. It was fine. It was, yeah. You know, nothing stood out, but it was fine. It, was, I'm, it, it It will be in the next year. It Worked fine.
0: I was gonna say it seemed to be well attended. Yeah. from all reports, the. Exhibitors made their bones. And I like that con a lot. I was
3: yeah. sad to miss it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah, gone s- yet. I don't think. <laughs> I talked to. Um, <laughs> this is the third year. Yeah, I think. so. Yeah. Yep. I haven't gone yet. Yeah, I talked I'm to Daryl Skeleton and he like made more money than he usually makes at any con, and this on the first day.
4: Good. Oh
1: nice! nice. So he was every, everything did. after the first day was gravy
2: for
4: Good. him. Good. Bought yeah. really some art from him last
2: yeah. con. So yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Both alternate reality and cosmic comics were well represented. Yep. Uh, oh, I'm and exactly. I and I got to see
2: I got to see R- groggy Ralph. That was fun. Groggy Ralph. Because oh, he had just done EDC. Yeah. Well, no. On his way to EDC. Oh, geez. He, he, he does, uh, it was like three in the afternoon. He's getting ready
1: to go to the Sunday night EDC. Yeah. Is that why his hair was all colored? like Yeah. That? Okay. <laughs> I, sw- I swung by. I didn't get to say hi because he was in the middle of like 10 different things. And now, Ralph, they Ralph's started the up for from the lineup.
3: Jeff, you got to meet somebody you've wanted to meet.
1: Yes. Uh, I got to meet John Barrowman, uh, actor. Uh, extraordinaire! Uh, oh, he's the Captain Doctor Who guy. Yes. Well, he's multi he, Yes, and also Captain Torch Jack, Wood. Captain yes. Jack Harkness, and, and Doctor Who and Torchwood. And He's Black Arrow, as well as yes, the Dark Arrow slash Malcolm Merlin on uh, on Arrow. Oh, um, when he did? Who, Malcolm Merlin? Yeah. Uh, not spoilers! Not dead. Spoilers! And
2: uh, he, and he's also in the uh, the producers. He's the Nazi that comes out and sings the beginning of springtime for Hitler. Yes. In the original one? No, in the the, the, the remake. Oh, he?
1: It's still Mel Brooks. I mean, Mel Brooks did the remake. Right. Oh, the one with what's his name? Yes. With Uh, Matthew Broderick Broderick and Nathan Lane. And, yeah. Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick.
0: And
2: Will Ferrell. And, yes, and Uma Thurman. Oh, okay. Bill yeah, is the main Nazi.
1: Yeah, he's the, the writer. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, it's been so long since I've seen it, I just totally spaced that off that he was in as there. As new as that is, it's yeah. old again. Yes, it right? is. Yeah.
0: How old? Is that 10 years now? It's got to be, oh, yeah. Jinkies. I'm so old. It
3: goes so fast.
1: But yeah, Barrowman was uh, was really entertaining. Um, got to hear his whole uh, his whole panel. Got to hear his whole? Oh, oh sweet. If that whole uh, could <laughs> talk. Got <laughs> to... <did>. Uh, <laughs> Whistles. <laughs>
0: Hanging out the window.
1: Ended up I was supposed to actually go to work after his panel, like right to work, but uh, work was kind. I guess we were slow or something, and they said I could just have the rest of the evening off. Yeah, nice work. And so I actually turned around. <laughs> I was in the car when they they got a hold of me, so I turned around and went back and did the uh, the costume contest. Oh, um, oh nice. What did you I dress up as? That. I didn't dress up. Ah! I, I watched the costume <laughs> oh, contest. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, it was really a lot of fantastic, really creative costumes. Yeah, cosplay uh, has
2: really stepped up its game. I mean, it's really amazing costumes. And, and, it was, and it wasn't like people went all out. It wasn't like people were going crazy and spent their life doing it. It's just like the basic costume has for gotten the love of. The level of costumes has gotten up so oh, high. I, that, yeah,
1: You have. I, good Lord. Uh, okay, so there were two Batmans that were. That's what I was going to say. I mean, that The way that the level of costume cosplay has stepped up. There were two Batmans in the contest. Okay, one of them, his his costume was true armor. It was like metalwork. He did metalworking. Okay. to put the uh you know the actual it, what on the screen looks like metal pieces. So that was it's big, heavy, freaking costume.
3: Was he doing the the metal Batman from the Batman v Superman no trailer? no
1: no no the from uh, from Dark Knight okay and, and uh, well Jagger's so is just kind of. That and then, uh, and then there was another one that was uh full on like carbon fiber, like they did carbon fiber work to make the big wow suit. I mean, it was impressive. I mean, it looked like it was right off the screen, and that was one of the first questions they asked. He's like, So, did you buy this? He's like, No, I actually um hand worked metal molds and then I did carbon fiber over the metal to. to to make the actual outfit i'm just I'm, I'm sitting there listening to this and my jaw is just dropping listening to how much work this guy put into this i mean something like 800 hours worth of work in this thing plus uh, there was a guy that was uh the guy that actually won the contest uh was oberon uh uh game of thrones the one that uh,
2: no i thought you were saying oberon from miracle man okay <laughs> It's like that's a really obscure costume.
1: That one. No, uh, I can't remember the name of that. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, he was he was him, and he had he made his entire costume out of leather. I mean, the level of leatherworking skill on this thing. I mean, it was elaborate. So I mean, it was really damned impressive, and he did it uh, completely from scratch and only from like pictures, like still caps and pictures that he had from the show. And if anybody's ever done leather working out there, I did it, uh, when I was in high school and it is really yeah. freaking time consuming. You're talking the blue oyster, right? <laughs> right? No. Uh, I Jeff's actually made best like, leather
0: days are ahead of him.
1: <laughs> I made like I made my leather, wallet. leather
0: daddy, Jeff.
1: <laughs> so Jeff, but yeah, yeah I mean, pretty impressive. really impressive outfits this year. Um, uh, some of them were anime-based, and I have to confess, I don't know enough new anime, so I didn't know the source material. You're not missing anything. Um, <laughs> they had a couple Attack on Titan. Oh, costumes. my God, there is some good new anime. <laughs> um, there is actually some good new anime, but, but Attack uh, on Titans really it. But, yeah, uh, kudos to the guys that, and ladies that are doing cosplay these days because... Yeah, I do love oh.
0: that and that production level. And one thing I find so fascinating and fun, I mean... You know, nerd culture has ascended so strongly now right. with, you know, the rise of technology being the predominant driving force for a lot of economic factors. Uh, that's a big part of it. But I also really appreciate, I mean, my dad is an expert carpenter. He is really good woodworker. Right. I've still got some stuff that he's made for me way back in the day. And I, so I love that craftsmanship. And uh, I think it's wonderful that, that nerds and uh, hobbyists are really taking up the mantle of craftsmen craftsmen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we don't build shit in this country anymore. We're going to, it's, it's coming back around. There's a, there's an underground kind of move to get people working with their hands again, not seeing it as some kind of degrading soul crushing thing. If you're making and building something or learning how to work on something mechanically, it can be wonderful. Like I, I do kind of wish I had pursued mechanics I would have liked to have been a mechanic. Like, that would have been. I don't know that I have any aptitude for it, but I have a desire about it. Sure. Because if you listen to. Ice cream social. I go on and on about cleaning my car. I don't know if that you has do. Anything, yeah, like, you do. I don't know if that has anything to do with <laughs> yeah, you do. mechanical appreciation. But anyway,
3: maybe, maybe it should just be a oh, you know, speaking of mechanic, just a, a car washer, yeah. a detailer. Well, yeah, the, the, yeah. could be a detailer. You
2: know, the, the car talk guys are not doing any new shows. One's dead, and the other one's retired. I have
0: no interest in talking about cars all day. So they say, speaking a mechanics. Uh, but I just think it's great that they're taking back. Creation and actual. I mean, like that. Uh, what's that? What's that thing? Got Man of War. Whatever his name. The the guy who makes all the specialty blades. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. What's that, his name? YouTube
1: channel. I think that is it. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Man of War. Is that his name? I mean, there's like so whole, th- there's a whole. I think that's the guy that made the the Link Shield. He makes, that made it a that real shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. make
0: all. He made the He-Man sword. He made. Yeah, they make fucking awesome. There's a stuff whole
2: maker there. movement in there. I mean, it's like there's you know, right. there's a place downtown that's a uh, with, 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 with it's, the Makerbots. No, it's a it's a it's a maker shop. It's basically it's it's like a gym. You, you know, you just you home engineering. Out some time you pay your membership and you go in there and it's all full of power tools. You bring and, your own
0: materials and rent stuff, kind of. Yeah. Wow. You, well, you,
2: you pay you pay your dues for the thing and then you use whatever machines they got. And they've got laser cutters and they've got
1: three D printers Ooh. and yeah, there, there was three D printing and laser intriguing. cutting. Yeah. In, in some of the costumes, I want to just year. give
0: a quick shout out too. There's a a store here in town. I'd mentioned it on when I was talking about my cleaning my car. We'll get into it a bit. But uh, the store is called Customistic. Customistic. They're the ones that made those stickers for me. Uh, okay. So if you're looking to have any decals or custom printed t-shirts or hats in Las Vegas, Customistic is the spot to go to. They hooked it up. Yeah. Sweet and nice. special. Yeah, really good. So I've got yeah,
2: really think, great stickers. But I was saying, I think it's a national movement. I think people are starting to get into that.
0: I agree, and I hope that that continues because we're going to have to get back yeah. to making things right. in this Somebody, country Somebody's going to have
1: to crap those cheapers and porn. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There was this girl that had, the, speaking of engineering, had these really elaborate mechanical wings. Oh, wow. I mean, they looked like real bird wings because they had real feathers and everything on them, but the engineering behind them, I was really surprised she didn't uh, place in the final like four. Do you know what her costume was? I don't. Just the winged lady? I just remember that uh, she was talking, they said, "What? what is the one item of the costume that you're, you know, most proud of? And she said, the wings. She said, I did this from scratch and I had to work out the mechanics of it, everything. And she said, I'm not really that mechanically inclined. So, you know, figuring out all the gearing and stuff. Because when she tugged on this little hidden cable, they unfurled like Huge. Wings you would see yeah. in a movie and, yeah. and, and huge, and then they contracted into a really compact space, so it looked like hmm. somebody that really had wings attached to nice. their back. It was really damn impressive. Cool.
2: Yeah. I think the con was small enough, uh, that you know you could see who you wanted to see. I mean, you're seeing a uh, bearman, um, yeah, I, I looked over one point and he was basically
1: sitting at his booth with you know two or three people in line. And, 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 most of the people saw yeah. him on Saturday because yeah. he was signing on Saturday and, and Sunday, mm-hmm. but that is the panel was on Saturday, so uh, it was packed in there for him on Saturday, and
2: uh, that's awesome. I but, rarely uh, go up and talk to those guys at the signing booths because I just don't know what I'm going to say. I mean, I saw John, Bob Layton was there, and I could have got talked to Bob Layton, but I would have, you know, said I really loved your Hercules series, which is like saying <laughs> I really love that weird crappy thing that nobody else liked but me. <laughs> that, that that weird throw thing with Hercules in space that, that, that amused me. He's like, yeah, I, you know, I did Iron Man too, yeah, but I decided that I, you know, I didn't want to go up and do that.
1: The only other geeky thing I did, I've been playing a lot of Batman: Arkham Knight. You just got it yesterday. Just got it last night. And uh, you didn't 9:00. stop till bedtime. And you're deep, uh, huh? Oh, I, yeah. I, I think at <laughs> twenty five percent, 26 percent, and Whoa. I've got probably 10 12 hours in it already. So well, I just I, bought
0: my PlayStation 4 today, um, with that came with the Batman nice uh, pack in. So I'm looking forward to getting out all squared away. I got it hooked up just now. I didn't have time to play any games yet, but I'm looking forward to it. I love the feel of that controller. Mm-hmm. I really do. I like that controller better than the PlayStation 1 or the Xbox One.
3: And I have to agree with
0: that. And uh, yeah, I'm really happy with the PlayStation 4 because I bought a PlayStation 3 for a minute. I should say Anne got me one for Christmas, and I took <laughs> it back real quick because I was just too frustrated with the damn thing. Hmm. But there were only like three or four exclusives that I really wanted off of it anyway. Yeah, And all of those games are coming to PlayStation 4 now, and I cannot wait. Like, i got to pick up Last of Us soon. I want to pick up uh, the remaster of God of War 3, and then I'll have that whole collection again because I love that game. Oh, I think they're releasing two. a full collection. Well, they're yeah, they're putting out three. Are they putting out a full collection of all three games I, on one? Yeah, I all remastered for the oh, PS4. Oh, my balls. <laughs> uh, well, I haven't seen that out there yet, so not am going to have to wait. Are they double dipping? Mm-hmm. They're putting out the remaster of three, and then they're going to put out a full thing?
2: Get back to you on that.
0: Motherfuckers. Oh, I'll be patient. No Man's Sky, I can't wait for.
2: Yeah. I'm so, really excited about that. So, do we know when we're going to have K again?
3: Nope. Mm, okay. Probably in a month.
2: Because uh, I did watch the, I didn't push it through and watching the rest of uh, second season of uh, Agents of Shield too. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, and, and uh, I really loved it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it finished strong, didn't it? Like, yep. Just like I said. Yeah. Yep. The Inhumans I, I didn't want to really spoil saved it for it. anybody.
3: Yep. What's that? The Inhumans storyline really saved it. Yeah. Oh no. yeah.
1: Well, I, I didn't think. it was Did a that good... just hit Netflix or is that season three? It hit, hit Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. just a little bit ago. Season three hasn't started yet. Yeah, okay. So, and, so that's everything. All right. So and, I just and,
0: saw that on. I'll have to give that another shot. I've been watching old Battlestar Galactica. That's ah, <laughs> been my bedtime right now, Battlestar Galactica. Old Anne's Battlestar or a new Battlestar? Old Battlestar. I mean, like, like Dirk Benedict, Battlestar? Yep. Nice. Uh, or, yeah, 78. Uh, Anne's working crazy hours, so I'll stay up. She has to get up around 3 in the morning, so I'll stay up till 3, let her sleep, and then okay. when I go to bed, I get to watch TV because she can't watch TV and sleep, so... I get to turn on TV and oh, I have I've had I've actually had really good sleep this week. Yay! (laughs) Yeah,
1: because I get to sleep to Battlestar Galactica.
3: I've been actually mainlining The Office, The American Office.
1: Yeah, I was really surprised by that too.
3: It's so charming. Mm -hmm. It just is. That's just the word for it. Charming. Mm, There's some really good episodes. I mean, I'm now in season seven, and of course, it's losing a lot of its luster. You uh, already you said
1: that about season six. Too. You already, <laughs> went, yeah.
0: you already went through the 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 race where he does the carb load of the uh, when Michael Scott does the he carb loads. Um, uh, what is that pasta? Uh, Chicken oh. Alfredo. He just carb loads Alfredo pasta before he goes jogging. And yes. Just, just <laughs> that episode just makes me hurt so bad. Just watching. You know, I can of- fully
3: understand people being uncomfortable watching that show. That just because it's that that embarrassment stuff, some of
0: or, that stuff, but right. I, it's still not nearly. It never gets as cringeworthy as the, the UK version.
2: The six the six episodes when
0: yeah. UK, yeah, just, it's just never as painful. You know, I can't even watch that whole series.
3: I yeah. just uh, I turned over to that just to see what the difference was. Yeah, I, I mean, I've only done two episodes of it, but I just could not get into it after get after this. I think I need to get some time yeah. in between yeah.
2: it, it is much more brutal. I mean, they it's the harsh. British the British, yeah, are not the British afra-
0: one is n- unforgiving. They
3: are not
2: afraid to, to go places. That it's it, much oh, more warts and
3: all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. which I'm all for. I I, I love embarrassment comics. I've so. seen well, I've then seen then all of the British one, the and I've only British seen
2: one. bits and pieces of the uh, American one. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, we got news to get to. Any other geeky things you want to bring it up? But uh, uh, I
0: just want to say thank you to the shock monkeys who are also ice cream socialists who are writing in <laughs> and driving Matt crazy by talking about uh, <laughs> geek, geek Shock on Ice Cream Social. <laughs> 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 Keep it up. Keep it up. It's driving Matt it. crazy. Yeah, he went. He was ben- He like two, two, <laughs> two uh, letters uh, you know, scoop mails in a row, and he's
2: just like, I'm, I'm, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I, I got to catch up. I'm eager. To, I'm eager to hear what I get. What I get in yeah. trouble for? So you're saying he's never going to guest on our show again? Then. <laughs> not saying that. It's not.
0: It's not uh, out of the realm. But uh, we got to see. Uh, our downloads are going great. Sweet. I hope our numbers are going well as, as well. yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. there you go. Both shows. Yeah. All
2: uh, high tide raises all boats. Truth. I am looking so. forward to tomorrow night in the ice cream social with ice cream. Yes, Uh I've got to
0: go buy all that ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) That's my job. So I'll be teaching till about 8, and then I'm going to go try and uh, find ice cream. Uh, I was going to say... Do you 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 want to plug that real quick? I don't have a... Oh, yeah. Well, uh, if you're listening to this today, Wednesday, and if you're within uh, uh, driving distance of... The Art Square Theater. We'd love to have you come on out. It's the Bucket Show. Always a free show. We love uh, a little bit of coin at the end if you if you uh, want to donate something, but it is a free show. And on top of that, this week you get free ice cream. We're trying to pack the joint because yet again we have big wigs taking looks at us. Uh, so we really hope uh, we can make a make a shiny shiny example, and uh, you just we gotta- get
1: bigger and better jobs. You just got to go to Sam's Club and get the mega packs of like the ice cream sandwiches and give it to everybody.
0: That's what I'd like to do. You have a Sam's Club membership? Oh, yeah. You don't have room in your freezer to keep all that cold, though. No. For any amount of time. <laughs> not, not in our freezer. <laughs> How long does Sam's Club open? Uh, we should talk only, about this off air. Yeah. Yeah. This is an off air discussion. <laughs> I <wasn't laughs> Even I will take this off air. <laughs> Which is a great segue to
3: news you don't give a shit about.
0: Mm, but yeah. your mama does.
3: A lot of this this week. In fact, a few things that kind of skirt, what she said. skirt that edge, that, I don't know where to put it. But first of all, news you don't give a shit about, apparently, uh, Vin Diesel has been wanting to make a Kojak movie for years. What? Uh, Kojak was a 1970s CBS TV series which starred Tully Savalas. Who loves you, baby? Uh, Philip Gawthorne has just been hired to write the screenplay for the new project. Uh, Gawthorne is a British writer who dabbled in TV shows like EastEnders and Holby City before making the jump to features by writing the upcoming remake of Cube. Uh, Kojak followed the title character... Popsicle loving New York City lieutenant who solved lollipop loving lieutenant who solved tough investigations he had dumb he was always sucking on a dum dum that's
2: yep. right you know what no there was nothing about that show that needs to be remade
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no it wasn't that memorable
1: no now if he was trying to do a remake of Cold Check that, uh, oh, all Cold check that. the Night Soccer mm-hmm. oh that that was that was some freaky shit when you were that was X Files yeah I mean yeah. I know but I, I'm just saying like. At yeah. the ages that we would have been when that show was on. They yeah. tried
2: to reboot that a while back, and it was terrible. The to who's That's who was right. You're right. They did. Yeah. Uh, nobody memorable. Oh, um, there you go. But Kojak was. Uh, they, I they think it was on it NBC.
3: Darker. Was Telly Savalas. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're just no That's getting around that. That's what he
0: kept doing. He that, Every commercial he did was basically him being Kojak from yeah. there on out. Yeah.
3: In fact, my favorite Kojak episode was Benny Hill playing Kojak. <laughs> that's that. funny. That was a really fun time. Yeah, I uh,
2: One of my favorite movies is um, uh, Kelly's Heroes. And he's in that. And, I, and fortunately, I don't see him as Jack in that.
1: <laughs> and his Blofeld in it's Majesty's gonna, Secret oh Service. Oh, God, his Blofeld. Oh, talk about scene chewing. <laughs> it's just kind of weird news you don't give a shit about this week. News you okay. don't give a
3: shit about director and musician Rob Zombie. Is, I'm done.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. I already don't give a shit about it. Is set to
3: direct and produce a biopic based on legendary comedian Groucho Marx.
2: No. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you know it's, what? It's, it was a
2: fascinating life. Exactly. And except that there's a guy named Frank Ferrente, who actually um, some of you probably worked with, and OK worked with him, um, who does a really great Groucho show, and uh, he tours doing that. And okay. if anybody's gonna do it, he should be doing it.
3: Now, the movie will center on the final years of Marx's life, based on the book by Steve Stollier called Raised Eyebrows, My Years Inside Groucho's House. Uh, Stollier was a fan of Marx, who ended up being his personal secretary for three years at his home before Marx passed away in 1977. According to Deadline, Stollier spent time with Groucho's brothers Zeppo and Gummo, Mae West, George Burns, Bob Hope, Jack Lemmon, S.J. Perlman, Steve Allen, and more. Marks made 13 movies with his brothers, was also a major star in radio and TV, with the quiz show You Bet Your Life. The movie will be written by uh, Oren Moverman, who recently wrote the incredible Brian Wilson biopic that recently came out, Love and Mercy. Oh, okay, so there's well,
2: some, there's, there's Saving Grace right there. So there's
3: some yeah. cloud behind it. I, I, of course, you know Rob Zombie is the reason why it's in here, because his movies
1: have been really hit or miss, mostly miss. Uh, yeah, I, but I have a lot of respect for Rob Zombie, in general mm-hmm. because he is very very knowledgeable about film history and you know the art of making film like like from a technical ans- uh, standpoint rather i have not liked any of his films not one of them it's, every one of them has just been a a, a miss it, and i and i hate to say that because i love listening to interviews with the guy talking about movie history because he actually knows his stuff And he's a super smart guy. Mm -hmm. I just, it just, it says, and I've seen everything he's put out, except for the second Halloween House uh, of a Thousand Corpses is horrible. Oh, it's terrible. But
3: I actually still like it. I didn't like it.
1: Didn't like Devil's Rejects at all. Didn't like. um,
3: But uh, here's the thing: I always am
1: interested when
3: directors go against type. Okay, I'm just so curious as to what he does with well, something that isn't some well, kind of slasher well, bizarro. This Groucho might be maybe. the
0: thing that is more his wheelhouse than he realizes. It yeah. could be. It you might, you be, might where be right. He needs to
3: go. Well, Groucho's last years are really weird. I
2: mean, he's still pretty lively till near the end. He's doing the Dick Cavett show and stuff like that. But the last few appearances, it was obvious that you know he he basically had a girlfriend that was essentially a nurse, um, and they were just wheeling the corpse out and marionetting
1: him. It was just. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, mm. he had, there, maybe I, is the right director. I only read a little <laughs> bit about his history in Weekend film at, school. Weekend
0: at grouchos? Is that what this is gonna
2: be? <laughs>
0: but
1: he apparently is a very fascinating person off screen. You know, just the things that he went through. Well, the Marx life. brothers
2: were were incredibly talented. They all played instruments, and they were all really, really smart.
1: And didn't they start as like a like a almost like a vaudeville act or something? And definitely then, a vaudeville and act. Then, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then it got put on celluloid. I, I seem yeah, to remember no, they, reading they were something about like they, they were, were like, a, 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 like a touring act, and, and right. then all of a sudden somebody discovered them and then they got on film. It's been. Yeah. Like and, and they were 14 being. 14 years, well, was 15 years.
2: With, with the Marx Brothers, as opposed to the same thing happened with The Three Stooges. They were basically a vaudeville act that hit the Oh, screen. right, right, right. But uh, the Marx Brothers actually had actual plays being written for them. Uh, oh, okay. Before they were. Well, yeah, I think there were plays first and then they became uh, theatrical. Okay. Gotcha. So, I, as you we were saying, Perlman. Perlman, I think, wrote a couple of their plays.
3: Oh, nice. Yeah. News you don't give a shit about. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who's making this news a lot lately, mm-hmm. is nice. set to reteam with new line producer Bo Flynn for a movie based on the 80s Midway arcade game Rampage. The live action film is tentatively slated for a 2016 summer production start. According to Deadline, plot details are still being kept under wraps. A lot of details are kept under wraps. But the Rampage game involves three giant monsters, a gorilla, a lizard, and a wolf that terrorize major cities all over North America. Uh, so maybe Johnson's going to be putting a stop to that, who knows. Uh, Ryan Eagle, who wrote nonstop, will pen the scripts although a director is yet to be attached. Rampage, the Where's movie. My yeah. god. Go.
2: Where is my goddamn joust movie? Yeah right. (laughs) Oh man, I I think
3: the Joust movie will come. mm -hmm. All right, that thing's just a matter of time.
1: I may have to write the damn thing. Mm -hmm. I like The Rock, but he's not being very selective with his movie choices Ah, lately. We'll we'll see. Or maybe he is. I say. I I think it's the
2: opposite. I think he's being very selective. Nobody's no one's making him money. Rampage, I think, is the first place I saw naked cartoon people in a video game. Oh
1: yeah. hmm. Where they were (laughs) standing there with their hands on the crotch sliding off screen. Very cute, Lizzie.
0: Although the, the lizard is a, the girl, she's to wander away. Wow. Ralph, the, the werewolf, giant wolf, and uh, George, the giant monkey. Wow, good man. I know you. my rampage, dude. Ramp- I have rampage for my GameCube, ah. the reboot that they did. Mm-hmm. It's good, yeah. Uh, this is interesting. I'm sure there's a lot of interesting behind the scenes stuff because Midway is no more, right. so I wonder where all these properties because when they I when think Warner f- Brothers owns this, I guess now. they bought a lot of it, yeah. They bought a great a great percentage of it. That makes sense. Because NetherRealm is kind of under the Warner Brothers blanket now, too. But, yeah, I had a love affair of that game in the
1: arcade. Oh, yeah. And yeah. The, the ultimate I uh, remember insult. at the Aladdin's
0: Castle in R, where I had my 13th birthday party, which was my video mitzvah. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, I uh, They had one there that had the, giant, the big monitor up on top so that people could watch the action of the game while really? the players could be... Because everybody would crowd around. It was that... that I mean, that's the thing that nobody... Nowadays, kids just don't realize. Yeah. It was, you know, four or five people deep. You get you know, around to, great players. Right, you just watch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. And you just watch those games. Remember that I, being on I Dragon's loved, Lair. Loved that game. Yeah, yeah. Dragon's Lair was the same way. I loved Randy. Man, Age that thing, thing sucked
2: quarters. I would Both love to did. see.
0: I would love to see one of those a picture of that I had to look up a picture of that rampage cabinet setup that had cuz it had like they did side panel art going all the way up to the second oh, wow. screen and everything it was oh, really wow. presentational and nice yeah i mean it wasn't it wasn't a connected it wasn't connected to the cabinet it was exactly that way. but it was designed that way cuz they had like almost a cardboard kind of paneling that went along the side of the cabinet up to the top to kind of draw your eye to the top I screen too i don't remember too. that but that's brilliant uh, i mean i'm sure it wasn't there weren't that many of them but Laden's Castle, dude. I yeah. think this one slips over
2: the border and into something we care about. I
0: think there's <laughs> maybe enough, so. I, I
2: think there's enough uh, so. enough to the story about rampage. Paul Mattingly
3: definitely cares about fucking rampage. <laughs> we'll see I about this next Do love rampage? News <laughs> you don't give a shit about. It was ten years ago that Mister and Missus Smith opened, bringing in a big box office hall and introducing the new Hollywood power couple, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Now, unscripted production company Three Ball Entertainment. Hold on. <laughs> Who's behind the show Extreme Weight Loss? Teeth, Test teeth. <laughs> one, two, three. Three. <laughs> has teamed with New Regency to develop and produce a reality game competition version of the hit movie.
0: Oh what? <laughs> yeah.
3: the show We're will, gonna pretend that like you're spies and kill each other, and the winner is not dead. The show will feature married couples that compete in high octane, <laughs> high stakes game. With the producers offering no further details than that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs>
0: this is called Divorce Preamble, the show. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> In the movie, a bored married couple is shocked to discover they are both assassins hired to kill each other. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Shocking. Yeah, that movie. Shocking. <laughs> I'm still dumbstruck by that film. I, shocked.
2: I, I enjoyed that movie, but the, the bulletproof shed at the end, just like...
0: What? You know what? Some things You break know break what with that fucking movie... Go, if you enjoyed that movie, first of all, I'm sorry. (laughs) Second of
3: all, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Okay. Glowing reviews from (laughs) 80s Jeff. (laughs) Wasn't
0: bad, 80s Jeff. I'm with you. Back of the box. (laughs) So, uh, go watch Preetsey's Honor. Far more compelling. Just f- superior in every way. Are they film. assassins
2: in Prince's Honor? <laughs> no,
0: but they, but they are, but they are lovers. They are lovers destined to harm each other. Okay. Are they assassins? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they're hitmen. <laughs>
3: so Mr. and Mrs. Smith are they? hitmen.
0: Yeah, have you seen Pretty's pre- no, pre- Honor? Pre- pre- really pre- really honor.
3: It's a motherfucker. <laughs> well, see, this is a, I see. remember when it came out, the the accolades. Pretty's pre- uh,
2: Honor. I thought it was something like the Great Santini. I thought it was like you know on Golden Pawn shit. I wasn't sure from that name. No, Ugh, it's, it's Jack Nicholson Santini.
0: and um Jessica Lange and it I think it's oh. Jessica Lange. It's uh That's a great film. All right. Yeah.
2: I my my I it's had no It wasn't, or wasn't on my radar now now it's on my radar at least. Watch Pretty Honor. Okay. You will not be disappointed. It's a good movie.
3: I know it well from HBO catalogs past. Yep. News you don't give a shit about this one. If you have a small penis in the popular alpha PC game Rust, you can blame it on your Steam ID, according to PC Gamer Report. Apparently, developer FacePunch is using Steam IDs to determine what length slot sl- size your penis will be in the game. Uh, the news is from Reddit, where a video showing off the, the effects of different Steam IDs on penis sizes in the game was posted while other rust uh, and while rust creator Gary Newman confirmed that the report was accurate he wouldn't go into detail about the process other than to say that yes it is your time dick to is ID. small you
0: can blame <laughs> Thank your you. id Thank you for That's the Newman. reason it's small cuz of your id small dick In Steam. In
3: Rust. (laughs) What what is Rust? Rust is is one of those pre alpha games that sold ridiculously well. Very similar to Day Z, where you start with nothing and you can try to survive. Literally nothing like that. It's another one
0: of those games. I watch it on Steam. It's interesting for a few minutes. The whole idea is compelling, but I will never understand why people want to play games in a post-apocalyptic nightmare <laughs> world you, beat you people start the off you start off naked trying to just find anything to, like you die pretty much within the first 5 minutes most of the times you play okay.
2: Okay. and that's why penis size doesn't matter because you start off naked okay.
0: Yeah, and you go you go right up to people and the game is about just treachery and betrayal and horror if someone has a rock in their hand, you've got to stay way far away cuz they'll beat you to death quickly. Okay. It's just horrific. If you haven't watched any gameplay footage of Rust, go watch some gameplay footage of Rust and then never play it. Pretty much. <laughs> no. I mean, some people it might really be their thing. All right, what if Clearly it, some people
2: it is their thing. What it seems like he, What, sorry, sorry, what, what if you have a female character Is uh, this uh, besides the little
3: Majora or is it the quit? I <laughs> do know that there is some idea of body Changes for both male and female. That the ID is through, and also the uh, uh, color of your skin when you start is also based on your ID. Interesting. So it's all, in, an all interesting. That's yeah. a true news. You don't give a yeah. shit about peace. Yeah. It
0: is, but, but uh, it's a there is a compelling idea somewhere in that game for sure. Sure, but it
3: seems to be one of those pre-alpha games that will never be finished.
0: I'm sure. Well, is Daisy ever going to be
3: done? It never seems like it. Nope. It's already made more money than it's ever needed. So, so there you go. But Why finish games anymore? In fact, the guy that started has started a new yeah, game. Yeah, he's working on a new <laughs>
0: game already. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Whatever. So, yeah. Whatever. People like playing half-made broken-ass shit. And then make, but you know what? That's what's happening uh, now. I mean, there is a cool thing about having the, the mod community really take, take the reins. Sure. There is something cool to that. Really? The mods
2: are still a force?
0: Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, the, the new XCOM, that is a huge reason that it is going to be PC only. My heart snaps in half. But uh, they got so much good, uh, creative, interesting stuff from the mod community for the original XCOM, that, or the redo XCOM they like, just did a like couple what, years ago. Like bell bottoms? What? No, 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 no. Uh, there were some. Cosmetic changes, but more it was the gameplay changes. They found ways to the modders found ways to extend the storyline, to extend the campaign, to make oh, it a longer, deeper. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not the mod mods. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Goddamn old people. Yeah, yeah. Not the. They weren't listening to sixties prog rock. No mods. The mods. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, Link. He's the main one. In fact, that's mod
3: squad. One of the more interesting things that came out of E3. Was that Fallout Four? The PC mods that work for Fallout Four are for sure going to work with Xbox One, and more than likely, is depending upon approval, work for PlayStation Four. Meaning I, that there will be mods on your PC mods finally for consoles.
0: When I see that, gives me great hope that XCOM will finally find its way to consoles. I hope it does.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm so heartbroken. That is a that is a real. Dagger in the heart because I love XCOM on console. So I, I hate playing anything on PC. It just drives me. I can't do it. It's like today when I'm setting up my PlayStation. Right, <laughs> three hour exercise. Oh yeah. Oh, you got a PlayStation? I remember. Just got a PlayStation yeah. Four. <laughs> you said the beginning. I know. Cool. I know.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'll keep talking about it. I'm joining the PlayStation Nation. Fuck you, Microsoft. Wait, now, wait. I till I still... you try
1: to play Batman: Arkham Knight. <laughs> oh, I'm
0: sure that's gonna lo- take me a day.
1: Uh, yeah, if, big uh, downloads and all kind of crazy shit. Three Updates. hour first download.
0: Three hours?
1: Yeah, oh, I, I, I should have
0: started it before I left.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jay, fuck my butt. No, that's probably can, the worst can,
3: example I've seen of this yet.
1: You can play the game, yeah, without the the update that it has to download, yeah. But it's a half-assed game at that point. Right. That's why I was... You know
0: what? Then I'll just play some Mortal Kombat tonight. Maybe it'll only be a half-hour download. Well,
1: but you have to have <laughs> the disc for the game in the computer to start Oh, the no, I know. The, I'll do it when I go to update. bed. Yeah. You can you take it out after that. Okay. Yeah, do they, it'll, do it'll, still, it'll still continue okay. yeah, I'm sure yeah. it would. Okay.
0: Uh, I'll take care of it at some point. But, uh,
1: yeah. So, so three hours well, of gameplay... That they were what missions I just could not do.
0: What was I talking about? I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, <laughs> how, yeah. how frustrating! Oh me. yeah, just it's a, when you're playing on when you're playing on PC, it's that every day. It's it's oh this thing doesn't quite work. Oh, I didn't get to play my game today.
3: Maybe tomorrow. It's Fucked not it. that bad. Oh, now. for me it is. I have to. <laughs> it's got to be because I'm technically ignorant. It's been a long time since I've seen that.
1: Okay. It's about the same. I, I was just surprised. But I also
3: know that your PC is a laptop, and that adds well, another that. To, so I don't even try and play games yeah. on that thing.
0: I got to bring in my old tower PC, have you guys take a look at it. I want to <laughs> turn it into a jukebox. Okay. I everything I get everything off of it
1: because it's, it's been it just sitting eyes. in my closet
0: for years. I don't know if I has sure any it's storage space shape. on it. Oh, I, I'm sure it's fine, actually. I'm sure it'll boot right up. I take good Full care of, of my porn. shit.
1: Full of porn. Uh, a
0: little bit of porn. A little bit of porn. Yep. Weekend
3: Geek! Hey-oh! Hey. Although, uh, I didn't know where to put these, whether it
1: was going to be Weekend Geeker. Oh Who's don't give a shit about, so... so borderline. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Miles That's May why you always put it at the top.
3: 20th Century Fox.
1: Yeah, don't, don't care.
3: Has finally revealed the official title for the sequel to Independence Day <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and the official
3: this. synopsis. It'll be ID4K. It, it's titled Independence Day Resurgence. Yep. What? The film is set 20 years after the events of the first movie. In it, humanity needs to band together again to pool its resources to fight off a new alien invasion. Uh, Director Roland Emmerich is back at the helm for ID4 Movie Sequel, and he told Empire Online, quote, we call it in the film The War of 96.
1: (laughs) Mic drop.
3: (laughs) It's like a post- War of 96. The War of 96. It's like a post-world generation that's unified, and that's amazing to see a world come together with a common enemy. That's a resurgence, unquote. Now, here is the official synopsis. We always knew they were coming back. After Independence Day redefined the event movie genre, the next epic chapter delivers global spectacle on an unimaginable scale. Using recovered alien technology, the nations of Earth have collaborated on an immense defense program to protect the planet. But nothing can prepare us for the aliens' advanced and unprecedented force. Only the ingenuity of a few brave men and women can bring our world back from the brink of extinction. That's that's the, so that basically first a movie, rehash of the first. movie That first movie, movie plot. was such a turd, just such a not good film. What? I enjoyed it at its time. I mean no. now that yeah. now now that I look at it, it's dated it's, now. Yeah, but no, it was, There's so much wrong with I it. I hated it from the jump.
1: Did you? Wow. Oh, we went
3: and saw that, and I was like, Marrr. I dressed up in my space academy orange jumpsuit to go see that, dude. Bold. Did you really?
1: Yeah. Bold.
3: Nice. I yeah. I just I'm done.
0: Done skis. <laughs> Whatever.
3: Independence Day Resurgence sees the return of original cast members Jeff Goldblum, Bill Pullman, Judd Hirsch, Vivica A. Fox, and Brent Spiner. And the movie is set to hit theaters June twenty fourth, twenty sixteen. No, Randy Quaid
2: we died. <laughs> <laughs> so did so did Brent Spiner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but, Brent Spiner yeah, yeah. is actually right, going to be right, in it. He is going to be in it. I mean, but they are going to have you some. I mean, find the character somewhere. died. You're going to freak re- me out there. Sorry. For a no, second. they're going to find someone to resurrect his character, but but. Uh, yeah, Randy Quaid dove into the kamikaze. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't and think we want him
1: back anyway. Randy no, Randy Quaid being, is I'm is being silly. <laughs> no, he's, he's somewhere in the world.
3: He is a loose,
0: Did he is, you watch that? You saw that video of him, right? We talked about that on Ice Cream Social. It's
2: nuts. He is the loosest of loose cannons oh, now, buddy.
0: And he's still he's still just talking about that movie. That was his thing. Yeah, I can't imagine.
3: And the other on the fence. And it's another one of those director not doing what the director normally does. Mm-hmm. But it's not one of your favorites.
0: Oh well, I have Steve, a lot of those not favorites. <laughs>
3: do you do? Steve Alton's best-selling sci-fi novel *Meg*, a novel of deep terror, has been languishing in development hell for nearly twenty years. Now, cult horror director Eli Roth has stepped in. Alton's 1997 book and its subsequent sequels center around the heroic exploits of U.S. Navy deep-sea diver. Jonas Taylor and his attempts to destroy a 60-foot prehistoric megalodon shark, causing havoc off the California coast. No casting announcements have been made, but Warner Brothers is banking on this becoming a tentpole project filmed from a screenplay by Dean G. Joranis, who unfortunately wrote Laura Croft Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life, and Paycheck. So we're going to need a much bigger boat. Yes. (laughs) I remember when the book came out, it was... uh, a little derivative, but I remember it being very popular. I worked at a bookstore at that point. Oh yeah. So Meg, hmm. Eli Roth's Meg doing a monster shark movie. Nobody likes him. Is that short for Megashark? Probably <laughs> or Megalodon. Megalodon. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's happening. All right. All right. Good for you. But here's the big news of the week. Marvel oh. has confirmed Tom Holland. 19 yeah. years old, will play Peter Parker for the foreseeable future. He's awesome. set for Captain America Civil War and a Spider-Man film already with many more movies, all but certain. Please don't origin. Please don't origin. Please don't origin. I had no origin. That's what they promised us. Yeah. As expected, Holland is a teenager, which fits with Marvel's decision to take Peter Parker back to high school for the upteenth time.
1: Yeah, he's like 19, I think. He mm-hmm. is 19. Holland... And a 19. Very nice. Very <laughs>
3: nice. Holland has put together a respectable resume that includes performances in The Impossible, Wolf Hall, and the upcoming In the Heart of the Sea. As for Marvel's first standalone Spider-Man film, the studio has tapped regular uh, a director as well. The relatively unknown John Watts will helm the project. Watts? What? Watts. Watts? What are you talking about? Oh, Watts? Watts has been rumored uh, contender for a little while and is riding high on buzz from his indie thriller Cop Car, which recently debuted at Sundance. The uh, new Spider-Man will be financed and released by Sony, who holds the Spider-Man film rights, though Marvel is co-producing and providing creative input that should let the character officially mesh with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Holland's version of Peter Parker will make his debut in Captain America Civil War, May 6, 2016. And the new Spider-Man solo outing will be July twenty-eighth,
1: twenty seventeen. So there is your Spider-Man. Nice. Yeah, there's a. I get the kid. Uh, I, I'm already blanking out on his name. There, uh, he put a Tom. vine up. Apparently, it, it was on like IO nine of himself doing Tom some Holland, park. Tom like Tom the Holland. director. No, the, 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 the kid's the, the, name his, is Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, of him doing parkour. So, oh great. As, a, as a kind of a demonstration to say, hey, you know, yeah, I'm psyched about doing this. I guess he put it up before he got the part, but when he was in the auditioning process, I'm uh, psyched that I got the skills, saying, saying that uh, you know I could do what you need me to do with the character, and I'm like, okay, nice. That's I great. saw that video was there, but I didn't watch it.
3: So. Yeah. Tom Holland, not the director.
2: I would love to see him cross that over into the uh, into Daredevil. I'd love to see this guy show up in Daredevil at some point. Yeah, in fact, don't we have? Uh, isn't the next um, isn't the next uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, Netflix thing coming up pretty soon? Isn't it Uh isn't it is Jessica Jones Jessica up Jones soon? is
3: next, and uh, I don't know when that hits. It Hits the summer, I think. I don't think it hits the summer. I think it's not till fall. No, we'll keep talking. Fact check. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you <laughs> fact- my check. Jeff fact check. Uh, Jeff is in. on it. In the meantime, we'll talk about the sad news this week. So, yeah. That's James Horner. Yeah. Composer of critically acclaimed well beloved scores like Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan and Aliens, for which he received the first his first Oscar nomination, he died in a plane crash uh, June twenty second, twenty fifteen. He was sixty-one. According to Variety, the two-seater single-engine S-312 Toscano crashed north of Santa Barbara about nine thirty Monday morning and sparked a brush fire that was extinguished extinguished by a county fire crews. Horner, a trained pilot, was alone in the plane, which was completely destroyed. Uh, Horner's many other compositions include Avatar, uh Kroll, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, two episodes of Star Trek Phase Two. Uh his non genre work includes Titanic, Patriot Games, Apollo thirteen, and Brave Art. He won two Academy Awards. Star Trek Phase Two, the, the actual
0: CBS the, reboot before it didn't that didn't make be, air. Before it became a movie, yeah.
1: Okay. Hmm. Yeah, he uh, Star Trek two, Star Trek three, um, yeah, just it, I t- have I mean, so Wrath many of, Khan, of his
0: Wrath of Khan is so good, man. Mm-hmm. That is Star Trek music for me. Did
1: he
2: get an Oscar for the Titanic stuff? He wrote My Heart Will Go On. Yeah, but but the other stuff on that, the the, the non-silent he stuff, also did the dramatic I mean, score. all that dramatic yeah. score stuff is is really moves that movie. It, it uh, really he's does. He's Really
0: yeah. good. That oh, it's a shame. Yeah, uh, whenever. I was walking down the
2: hallways of the
0: experience and the Wrath of Khan stuff came on. Right. So good. Just, you just really were in the, mi- in the mix, man. So that whole, yeah, a I shame.
1: I have that C- that on CD, uh, that whole, what do you have it on? C- CDs? <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> Got him! Got
0: him. Uh, but, uh, I have,
1: I have both the Horner scores for, um, for Star Trek, uh, stealing the Enterprise on Star Trek Three, yep, was so. good. I mean, like that still to this day puts like you know puts my hair on my arms on edge. You know, gives me goosebumps. listening Is that, to it. Uh,
0: did Trek Three give us Next Generation? Or no, no, No. no. that's from one.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a different That's, guy. that's Jerry Goldsmith, Got who it. who passed a few years ago as well. Okay, but heck. Uh,
0: no, <laughs>
1: a lot of the Star Trek Three soundtrack is, re, is he did reworkings of his Star Trek Two stuff. Yes, but that I tell you what that that stealing the Enterprise score is just. I mean, like I said, it still gives me goosebumps. It just that it's the pacing is perfect. All of the tones gives you that whole, you know, on your edge of your seat. Are they going to get out? Are they not going to get out? You know. You're, it almost gives you a sense of anxiety. It's like, you know, what's going to happen? Are, are they going to make it out of space dock? Are they going to actually get away with it? But, right. uh, wow. um, and Apollo thirteen. Oh man, the score for Apollo thirteen is just. It's still. I mean, still to this day, is so awesome to listen to. So he
3: must have been a billionaire. I close to no. it. I know we go billion, but he's certainly multi millions.
1: Yeah, definitely. it was. It was well Good off. I
3: assume. Good for him. Yeah. How uh, old been. was he? Uh sixty two, I think. Yeah, like sixty one. Yeah.
1: Babe in the woods. No. Yeah. S- yeah. Was... Stop flying single engine planes. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Didn't Did you, say, you uh... didn't you just say it was a twin engine? Nope. Single oh, okay. engine. Did to you see a two seater uh, insane two-seater. insomnia post
2: last night on Facebook? I don't go on Facebook all that often. Oh man. Um I stumbled into this weird rabbit hole. Um there's a a few weeks after I was born, sixty three. Um there, was a, song called, there was a song called Tsukiyaki that was uh, number one. It was the only Japanese. <laughs> 1763? <laughs> yeah. It was the only Japanese uh, language song that ever hit the top one in uh, Billboard. And I followed that rabbit hole down to the guy that sang the song mm-hmm. ended up dying in the most horrific plane crash ever. It was this uh, Japanese flight, one, two, three, and uh, the, sta- the stabilizing tail broke off. Oh, my. And they lost all the hydraulics. And Sheesh. so they were trying to control it with with just, like, the engines, trying to turn off engines and turn on engines. Yeah, it's... Uh... And it basically, they were, like, doing this horrible roller coaster up and down thing Oh my! for a half an hour before they crashed. Oh. So the people in the plane were, like, writing notes to their loved ones as the plane was doing this evil roller coaster of death. You know, 500 people died. Mm. And including this guy And it's like Holy crap Why have I never heard Of this thing before I would never be in a plane
3: <laughs> oh, nah. This moment of soul
2: crushing Brought to you by Fact Check and Thanks Andy. a lot Fact
0: Check Yeah send your hate mail To Fact
2: Check
3: <laughs> And a few the Really sad songs There's sad we... stuff In the air this week There is We didn't only lose Jack, uh, James Horner We also lost Dick Van Patten yep. Right Star of a 80's TV series 8 is Enough And many other programs a Few Mel Brooks movies mm-hmm. And many Weird Al videos Many Weird Al right. videos Right uh, he was 86, and we also lost uh, legendary painter and illustrator uh, Earl Norum. Yes. Uh, he was best was... known for defining He-Man and She-Ra in painting. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. I tweeted about that. He he
0: did the paintings that made me want to buy more action figures. He sold so many toys to me. <laughs> yes, he did. And, and, you know, the Four Horsemen have done a great job of capturing a lot of that. The newest iteration of King Hiss is going to be very close the snake-bodied version is going to be very close to uh, what Earl Noram's vision had been, hmm. and uh, yeah, it just you know, he was just really, really gifted, and it's sad to see him go. Very, very talented. Although, uh,
3: speaking of He-Man art, yes, did you see that this October? They're releasing a full compilation of all the comics that came with the He Man toys. I have it on pre-order. Oh my word! Of course, I already do. bought it. It looks and I it's already huge. have
0: the Art of He Man book, right? That Dark Horse just put out, which which was sad because I was ju- I just reread that, and that's full oh, of Norum yeah. stuff, you know. And I've had Earl Norum's He Man poster as my phone wallpaper for about four years now, so. Yeah, I every time I turn on Three my phone. Three different
1: phones if I recall. Yeah,
0: every time I turn on my phone, that's uh, that's Norum. Yeah. I, I you know, I throw that on there and that's He-Man. There's that's and that's Gray Skull too. Like everything that he painted in that universe, that's what I see when I'm playing with my toys. And not so
1: it's exaggerated dimensions He's your as a pluton- Your Platonic he- He-Man yeah. ideal. Huh?
2: Your he- Platonic He-Man ideal. He- yeah, plutonic Realistic He-Man but ideal.
0: beautiful use of color. Yeah, so cool. Just he was he was super great. And uh Not to be forgotten, we also lost the legend, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, that's right.
2: So, that broke my heart. Is that a porn actor?
0: No. Listen, listen. Fact check, Andy. You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing about the American Dream. Let me tell you about the American Dream. Wow. American Dream is one of the greatest wrestlers that ever lived. And beyond that, I'm also one of the greatest promoters. I put together some shows, Starcade. Forget about it. The War Zone. That was me. Great American Bash. Dusty Rose. I put them all together. Put it on the map long before WrestleMania ever came to it. Now, not to take anything away from Mr. McMahon, he did a good job too. He promoted his thing, but we had it back in the day. Myself. Rick Flair, the Four Horsemen, putting it on the map, putting down work, and now my sons taking it over. Dustin and Cody tearing it up, beating people down, doing the, doing hard work, good hard works. It's
3: pretty damn I, good. I love fucking Dusty <laughs> Rhodes. Well, I mean,
0: yeah, I love
3: Dusty
2: Rhodes. I, um, I shouldn't be surprised you had a Dusty Rhodes chambered. And that's good. Oh, <laughs> well, I've
0: Doesn't been watching. It too much to pull the trigger. I've it? been watching a lot of old wrestling and uh yeah i just didn't have a chance i'd had no reason to do my dusty you see i had no reason to do it and now sadly i'm gonna have to bring him back every now and again <laughs> just to remember just to never forget dusty rose the greatest dear American dream dusty rose <laughs> don't you ever forget i'm just a common man
2: i just feel like playing working hard with my hands i just feel like playing the idiot narrator today i don't know why that's fine yeah <laughs> that's
3: a fine role to <laughs> fill today
2: I didn't know who it was either. So I kind of knew it was a wrestling guy, but I didn't know anything beyond that. Uh.
0: Uh, Legend. Absolute legend. And really for the past 20 years, much more behind the scenes, much more training, talent scouting, planning, writing. But yeah, the guy, yeah, he was big. He was big, bigger than life. Hmm. Uh, If you get a chance. Uh, Read the eulogies that his sons put together for him
3: Very, very uh, moving stuff Mm -hmm. Former Time Lord, David Tennant Has joined the cast of Chew An animated movie adaptation of Image Comics' popular ongoing series Hmm. In a role that was originally meant to be voiced by the late Robin Williams Wow Tennant joins The Walking Dead, Stephen Ewan And... uh, Geek Queen Felicia Day, who've already recorded their parts. The script was penned by Chu co-creator John Layman, who wrote the comics, uh, Rob, while well, Rob Gilroy does the art. Uh, story centers on Detective Tony Chu, a U.S. Food and Drug Administration agent, and a path, which is someone who gets psychic impressions from whatever he or she eats. The story is set in a world where eating bird meats, like chicken, is illegal in the wake of bird flu that killed millions of Americans. Uh, Day plays Ewan's love interest, em- Amelia Mintz, a food critic, who writes about food so precisely, because she's a sabo-scrivener, that the reader feels if, as if they're actually eating the food as they read it. Uh, David Tennant is voicing Detective Mason's Havoy. That is a great comic, if you haven't read it. Is it? Yeah. Chew yeah. Is sounds interesting. It's a
1: fun book. It's, it's just a very original Tennant's also in uh, Jessica Jones. That uh, yes,
3: he's playing the Purple Man, which, in my opinion, yes. is Ooh, one of the most wow. psychologically terrorizing villains Marvel has ever made. That I is going to be such he,
2: no. a tough because he is so lovable. I think. Well, but that I think he can do it.
0: Oh he can definitely do it. Oh, he'll be fine. Did you oh, see Broadchurch? I, st-
1: I I have it in my yeah, queue. I still haven't I have watched in my it. Queue too. Yeah. Yeah. So I watch Don't the, watch the American one. Well, I already did. Well, so. sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you know, i jessica jones I, I just now that we're mentioning it again uh i looked it up it just says it's coming fall fall okay and it doesn't have a, a specific date but they have dropped dropped the aka it is now just jessica jones right. officially
3: yeah the purple man arc of that story is <sighs> still one of the most harrowing yeah psychologically harrowing moments of a marvel comic i've ever read
2: That's as creepy as anything's ever been in a comic. And that includes, you know, injury to the eye stuff from the old uh, Mm -hmm. Easy comics.
3: Hmm. NBC has officially announced that Hannibal has been canceled. Yeah, I saw that. The show's uh, current third season will be its last, with the finale scheduled to air in August. News can hardly come as a surprise. The show was allowed to continue long past when most series with the same ratings would have been discarded. Hannibal may be leaving NBC, but the show may not quite be dead yet. The production company behind the series tweeted that other companies have expressed interest in picking up the show. Amazon Prime is currently streaming the first two seasons of the show, so that outlet may be a natural choice for a new home for future seasons, and Hannibal will also still have a panel at Comic-Con next month. So, if you're going to Comic-Con, there's your cast.
1: There's I'm, I'm actually going. You are? Yeah. Oh, are you? Yeah. There's a massive save Hannibal campaign going on. I'm I sure mean, there there's is several of them, but there's I like only
3: watched the first season, only because I never got around to two and three. But that I think first they're all season, on the DVR. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're waiting for me. Uh, but I was so impressed with the amount of darkness they were able to get away with on a basic channel show, NBC. That NBC even allowed them to do some of the. Uh, very creative murders that are in that show. Hmm. Okay.
1: I got to ask, why are you going to Comic-Con, Andy? Um
2: I've been trying to go to Comic-Con again for a few years. I mean, I got I was I was going every year for quite a while. Right. And uh then I kid stuff to sort of well, a lot of stuff tied right. up, but I mean I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't go a year and that was like the critical year where after that, you could not get a ticket unless you had gotten the ticket the year before. Right. And um, and then somebody, a Facebook friend, was getting rid of a ticket, and I grabbed it, and I'm going to go and hopefully get tickets for the kids it's and so that dad cray. next year. It's so crazy cray there. I just I know. But I, I
1: just don't know why you would put yourself through that that torment it is, going down there. It now. is
3: fascinating how many companies are not representing yeah. at Comic-Con this year. Yeah. I, Marvel did, they, wasn't going to represent it all, but now they're saying they're going to do Agent Carter, and, but that
2: yeah. it. Yeah. No. Um, um, I like, I mean, you don't ha- when you're
0: the big yeah, dog. You don't have to go barking. This is true.
2: This is very, very true. The uh,
0: yeah. Now DC, they need to put on a good show, and they probably will <laughs>
3: because I know they've got a big one. Playing. They'll
0: try <laughs> ding bats. I, I'm sure um, I will enjoy it
2: because I mean I don't. I'm not going with any huge expectations. I don't need sure. to see a particular panel. Um, I'll wander around and see the new stuff, and I'll enjoy San Diego. And I'm going with some friends I, I really yeah, enjoy, it. So it's to be time.
0: Something to be said for joy in San Diego. Yeah. There was a Comic-Con exclusive that I was like, mm, girl. Let me look it up. <laughs> There's, yeah, while you're looking at <laughs> there it. There
1: is a special uh, Comic-Con, exclu- well, it's exclusive Comic-Con first, but uh, uh, X-Men Days of Future Past is putting out an uh, extended cut called The Rogue. Uh, cut. Yes,
3: that uh, I've, that's something I've actually excised from our news in the oh, app- did you? Oh, okay, When's that like coming out. It's uh, coming out. They're they're doing a actual release, uh, film release, so you'll be able to see it in the theater. Oh, and they are. Course, yes, I it, didn't catch it's that. It's Very part. limited. And then how much longer is it? It's like 15, seventeen minutes, yeah,
1: and it's adding Rogue back in. And that's apparently it was scenes that they shot. Well, is she in it? She is okay. Have you seen it? She's, the whole, seen she's it? in the whole thing. Yeah. No, she's at the very end. You see her at the very end. No. No. Yeah. yeah. Thinking, I think you're thinking Kitty Pride.
0: Oh, I guess I am thinking yeah. Pride. Um, um Rogue but apparently in very last little second. There's yeah, apparently they shot
1: Yeah, there's there's a scene Is at it at what's her beginning. name again? It's Anna, Anna Pacquen. Pacquen. Yeah. Okay. Apparently there is a scene that they shot for the beginning of the film when the uh the mutants are trying to escape all the sentinels uh-huh. and uh they're trying to break her out of prison or something and Havoc ensues. They they they're trying not so to yeah. be very specific about it. The rogue it, so. cut
3: puts rogue back in for fifteen yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so and they're yeah. releasing a DVD of it
1: too. Yeah, it's a yeah DVD and Blu-ray. Double um,
0: dipping. That's that's some, although, that's some shady fucking shit. Right well, there. the one
1: positive though is they're not just repackaging it with just the extra footage. There's a whole bunch of new extras that that weren't on the original. Still release. double dipping. Well, I have no, a Blu-ray
0: yeah. player now. That's right. Well, a second Blu ray yeah, I was going
1: to say, you had one before. I had one before. I just, you just don't use I it. I haven't
0: gotten on board. <laughs> well, I haven't gotten on board with the format. But Blu rays are now getting, for the most part, competitively priced. Some are still ridiculous. The first week of release, I'm like, 30? How much dollars for a fucking disc? Get out of my face with that bullshit. But uh, they come down pretty fast. Yeah, they do. I guess can, it depends on where you're looking. <laughs> it does depend on where I'm looking. Look at these nuts. <laughs> Get him!
3: <laughs> Get him! A Hawk Girl series is in the early stages of development at CW. You said Hawk Girl. Hawk Girl. girl. Good. Yeah. Good. I heard Hawk, Hawk girl, girl first.
0: Sierra Renee will it's reprise a Hawk the role. Girl.
3: The character's uh, name is Kendra Saunders, and she is been described as a young woman who is just beginning to learn that she has been repeatedly reincarnated over the centuries. It's unclear if the series will be set before or after the events of CW's upcoming TV series, Legends of Tomorrow.
1: Yeah, because I thought she's in that. Yes, she is. She? Okay, so, yeah, okay. That's why I was, like, confused. I was like, wait so a she minute. She's already getting
3: her own spin-off before this before spinoff the, Before the spinoff
1: even starts.
3: And Boom Studios, as part of their San Diego Comic-Con run-up, announced that Imagine Agents is coming to the big screen, produced and starring Michael Keaton. Here's how Boom describes the project. Written by Brian Joins, who wrote Krampus, and illustrated by Bakken, who did rocket, uh, Rocket Salvage. Imagine Agents is the story of two agents who work for the clandestine organization Imagine to keep kids' imaginary friends under control. Little do they know that an abandoned friend from long ago is about to disrupt the status quo and turn everything upside down. The series was published from October 2013 to January 2014, with a collected edition released in December 2014. I think it's a cute idea. Interesting uh, idea. Yeah, I liked
0: huh. it when it was called Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I don't know this. <laughs> it's a Cartoon Network it series, is, yeah. oh, okay. and it's Kid all show. about imaginary friends kind of hanging out in an orphanage.
2: But this is Men in Black meets Hostess yeah, imaginary friends. There it is. Good,
0: good job. <laughs> good job. <laughs> A completely original idea. Completely
3: original <laughs> idea. New ideas, everybody. New ideas. <laughs> and Scott Rubin Productions acquired Scott, Southern. Who? Uh, Scott Rubin. The inventor of the Rubin sandwich. Oh, no, yes. Mr. Fabulous. Mr. Fabulous? Acquired Southern Bastards for FX, a Southern fried crime drama based on a graphic novel about a power struggle between the son of a former sheriff of Craw County, Alabama, who returns to hometown controlled by a local criminal and revered head coach of the powerhouse high school football team. Uh, FX has uh, scored with crime stories like Justified and Sons of Anarchy, and this has similar scope. Uh, Jason Aaron and Jason Latour, who wrote it, will be executive producers. 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 Yes. <laughs> I'm an executive producer. I'm so, so, so tired. My mom is so proud of me. So tired. I'm executive produced. And they will adapt it.
2: <laughs> you are the hardest working man in uh, yeah podcast. slow podcasting. business. <laughs> slow business is right. Yeah. Blow Just...
0: business like slow business like no business I know. So you brain, the James, yes. brain <laughs> <bleeding>. <laughs> the James Brown of podcasting? Brain bleeding, James <laughs> Brown of podcasting. Yeah, Got happen
3: in. Good God! Good God! Good. Australia has passed Ow. a controversial new anti-piracy law that makes it yes. easier for right holders to censor websites. The bill, which passed both houses, allows a rights holder to go to a federal judge to get a site, even an international site, blocked if they believe its primary purpose is enabling copyright infringement. Uh, The biggest problem with the bill, according to its opponents, is that it does not explain in any detail what the term primary purpose or facilitates actually means. Uh, Mr. Matthew Rimmer an associate pres- uh, professor at Australian National University College of Law points out WikiLeaks as an example of a website that often releases documents that might uh, run afoul of copyright. Critics also point out that virtual private networks, which have no oversight, can easily be used to reach blocked sites. Anyway, so
1: yeah, I, I read a, a couple articles on this uh, yesterday and today. It's actually pretty scary if you're if you're living in Australia because. They don't have to have a lot of evidence. I mean, it's so broadly written that, you know, a a copyright holder like, say, uh, you know, Warner Brothers could come in and say, this site is uh, promoting piracy. We want it taken down. And it could be just any site. Like, it could be a review site. Somebody that is doing... Is doing uh, you we know an in-depth fans. review of one yes, of their movies, and they include a clip.
0: Oh, that will suck! But well, hopefully uh, that will come up in a court and
1: get adjudicated it quickly. Probably will, but it's it's that in-between oh, time sure. between in the, meantime, the passage of the here comes the oh, abuse. Oh, yeah. that is
3: super suck. So, so we'll, yeah, it's, we'll
1: hear from you again in a few years,
2: of Australian uh, viewers, uh, yeah. listeners.
3: Uh, this uh, next s- story is for Andy. Oh, good. Because uh, San Diego Comic-Con just updated their rules for Uh-oh. this year's event.
2: Uh-oh.
3: So, Andy, no smoking at no Comic-Con. Problem. That includes e-cigarettes and vaping products and devices. No selfie sticks or similar devices at <laughs> Comic-Con. That's a safety measure. It okay. sure is. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, okay. Just real quick. Uh, I'm flipping through the exclusives. Okay. At San Diego Comic Con.
3: Comic Con exclusives.
0: So, uh, if you have the chance. <laughs> are you, are you. Andy. There it is. There, there yeah. seems to be, and I think this might be a McFarlane toy. I don't know who's making this, but there looks to be an exclusive exclusive <laughs> Mr. Me Six action figure from, uh, Oh, everyone's looking at me confused. Yeah, Obviously, You motherfuckers have not finished <laughs> well, watching. I
1: can barely see the picture. Number one, Mr. Meeseeks. It's like a stick uh, figure
0: from from Rick and Morty. Ah, okay. oh fuck off, I can't see the picture. You're your, your goddamn minds if you if you knew Mr. Meeseeks. I haven't gotten that far. Okay. Hi, Mr. Meeseeks. Look at me. So you'd
2: like me to acquire this for you?
0: Uh, yeah. If you see a cheap Mr. Meeseeks.
1: You uh, know, first yeah. of all, cheap. It, it'd be easier if you sucked my dick. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Got him! That's a good one. <laughs> <It's> like, <that's, laughs> that, 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 the two things that don't go together at Comic-Con are if you see one and if it's not too expensive. <laughs> uh, right. Well, no, I
0: mean, at Comic-Con it won't be too expensive. After Comic-Con it yeah, will be I'll, expensive. I'll keep an eye
2: out for it, but do send me, send you, me a picture. Except for the time, I let you know it. what's
0: up. Uh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. That's only exclusive at Comic-Con, the new Devastator? Fuck me. No.
3: Also, no live streaming of any program or event at any programming room at the con, plus Google Glass guidelines adding, if your Google Glass is prescription, please bring a different pair of glasses to use during these times. And finally, Andy, Mm? no drones or flying devices of any kind allowed at Comic-Con. Okay. That'll change soon. I can, I can fix that. That'll
0: change real soon. <laughs> if the success of BattleBots has taught us anything.
1: Well, I mean, the the selfie stick thing I can totally see because even just working on the strip, people do not pay attention to what they're doing with that Nope. No, device. that's has got to... And I have seen several people nearly get whacked in the head while somebody's trying to frame up their quote-unquote perfect shot and they're not paying attention to where they're swinging this big metal rod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> nothing in those guidelines that sounds
2: crazy. Everything no. that
1: makes perfect sense Absolutely. to me. Yeah. I just wish they could ban roll uh you know, strollers. God damn, those strollers are terrible. Damn. Children. <laughs> it's not, it, it,
0: I feel you, dude. they're like little mini semi trucks in pedestrian walkways. When we used no, it's to of like
3: the, the selfie stick, they're not paying attention to where they're going. So yeah. sometimes
1: they're not, yeah. Well, and, well, they weren't paying attention at some point. And when we baby. used to cover the con, <laughs> you know, I'm walking around with all my camera equipment, so I'm not, you know, very. I'm I'm mobile, but I don't have any peripheral vision. Well, I have peripheral vision as long as I'm not using the camera, but right. I'm not uh, oh. e- easily maneuverable in those. I mean, things. Not so, anyway. Yeah. So it looks like <laughs> Devastator
0: might be a fucking Comic Con exclusive. That's gonna make me insane. I'm I'm so oh. <laughs> I'm ready to throw down $200 without thought to buy this thing. It's going to cost me three before it's done, though. Yes.
2: Fuck. Sort it out. Give me a list and give me some cash.
0: Fuck, dude. He's 18 inches tall.
2: You can't handle metal. 18 inches. Oh,
3: God damn it. God and damn you. The Ezra. Federal Communication Commission has fined AT&T. What? $100 million for slowing down or oh, throttling yeah, got him, got him. internet got speeds him. of customers who signed up for unlimited data plans. The FCC found that when customers used up a certain amount of data watching video or browsing the web, the company throttled their internet speeds so that they were much slower than normal. AT&T was dinged because it did not disclose this practice to customers who signed up for what was supposed to be an unlimited plan. Quote, consumers deserve to get what they pay for, said FCC Chairman Tom Wheeler in a statement. Before he was summarily beheaded (laughs) by the corporate greed lords. (laughs) Quote, broadband providers must be upfront and transparent about the services they provide. The the FCC will not stand idly while consumers are deceived by misleading marketing materials and insufficient disclosure, unquote. AT&T has not publicly commented on this punishment from the FCC. It is unclear if it will comply or take the matter to a federal court. A mobile broadband provider Sprint has decided to stop throttling customers in the wake of the decision.
0: Hooray! Courts <laughs> yeah. have stopped throttling. <laughs> Courts stop customers being throttled by company. Yeah. They, they, found it, they found
2: an the issue they understand and can actually adjudicate on. So, um, corporates have reminded me. I watched uh, the first episode of Continuum. Have you watched any of that? Uh,
1: I watched the first episode, but that's Jelly Biglins watched end of it. the first ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did watch the first ten minutes. Yeah, he liked what, it? What was it. Yeah, it was like. Uh, "Give con- it another ten minutes." He will continue I, I ter- to watch
2: I it. I turned to you because right. of your because of your because uh, your time travel thing, I was wondering if it was any good. But you you would just abandon did watch one episode, and said, eh,
1: I don't know. Well, I, it's not that I didn't want to see more of it. It just I think it, it hit at a time because it's like three seasons deep now. I think. I think it hit at a time where I had a bunch of other series that I was watching, and it just, I didn't get get back to it. It's his Hannibal. Ah, okay. Except instead of seeing a season you saw, an episode. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Sony and Microsoft had a ton of games to show at E3 this year, so we didn't see much in the way of hardware announcements. Uh, Microsoft's one terabyte Xbox One was unveiled before the event, and now we're seeing the same move from Sony. On its European blog, the company revealed that its new Ultimate Player Edition, PS4, with double storage, will debut across Europe July 15th. No word on a wider release yet, but given the model has already appeared in an FCC filing, a U.S. launch is inevitable. So the 1 terabyte
1: version yeah and apparently has better power management too so it I think like 9% better yeah um, so that's still pretty it's, significant Yeah,
3: especially you know, over time because that's thing especially a lot if you're of if
1: you're just putting it in rest mode instead of powering it off completely but yeah. it, is it 20% cooler yeah um okay it runs cooler temperature wise i don't know if it is cooler <laughs> but uh yeah um yeah, new hardware. They've had time to work some bugs out and refine things. And it's-
3: Klaus Tuba, famous board game, The Settlers of Catan, mm. has a new look and a new name for its fifth edition. Oh. The global rebranding has shortened the title to just Catan. And this this newest edition is on sale now. One of the biggest updates is a revised rulebook featuring clarified rules designed to make sense of edge cases and also ease new players into the game. Additionally, various gameplay scenarios have been reworked. These new rules will serve as the competition rule set going forward. The most notable change this time around is the overall look of the game. A lot of it has changed the art. Uh, over 20 years, it's been on sale in more to 30 languages. Multiple variations of the box art and game pieces have been produced. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, that means that many fans of the game have several expansion sets that mix and match card designs or vary slightly in size and generally detract from play experience at the table. That inconsistency is part of the reason why there is such a healthy market for third-party tiles and game pieces online. But now the uh, tiles are also made from a heavier stock, than they were in earlier editions of the game. So it's a much better quality piece of work. So if the rules are the ones for competition now, does
2: that mean they're available as a PDF online you can get just get the rules without paying for them?
3: If they're not already, I'm sure they will be soon.
2: Yeah, I guess, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So new improved 5th edition Catan is available. More hmm. Catan <coughs> than you can Catan. handle. And that's what we got. What do you got? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Hmm.
0: Send us a letter. We want to hear from y'all. I miss Katan. Let Ketan. us know. You miss Katan. Yeah. Let's play it. I want to. Uh, I, don't I have got. Time. I got Star Trek. It doesn't take that long. Two hours.
1: <laughs> he doesn't have two hours. Huh?
0: I feel you, dude. I got a, a big old chest full of games. I still got One Night Ultimate Werewolf I haven't even been able to crack I out I
3: just got Dead of Winter when I... Went to that uh, Level Up Expo. My, my that game looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Hey.
2: My brother sent me a Kickstarter game called Alchemy that I've been eager to crack out. Mm,
3: I like the name; kind of suggests what you do. Mm. Is it a card game?
2: Uh, I haven't even cracked a box, much, really. Okay, it's got. A, I've got a bunch of boosters and stuff and special exclusives.
3: So you like win all oh, on you, you caught me at boosters. Yeah, I like that word. <laughs> and until next week, I'm Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. Eighties Jeff, Back check dandy, and we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Oh, I miss game nights. Yeah, well. Boy, do Someday.
0: Well, what, What, it's been a month since you've had Uh, one? I bet it's been three. At least. It's been three Uh, months? At the very least. I don't even have one, so. No, I hear you. It sucks. Working sucks. Responsibility blows. Yeah, but being
1: an adult is so hard. Well, it's true. It is. It really
0: is. <laughs> it's that I put up that that thing on Facebook, but it's the facts, man. It's Like I've got a job, so I can afford video games. Oh, <laughs> I have no time to play video games <laughs> because I, I have a job.
2: job. I just remembered, Combat Con is this weekend. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have a booth there. Combaticon? No, Combat Con.
3: Combat Con. Remind me what Combat Con is.
2: It's um. It's it's got some steamy aspect. The main thing is that it's, a, it's it's a, a, um, it's a it's a beat um, up for goro fetishists. No, no, no. It's 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 a uh, stage stage combat. No, I do. There's a lot of stage combat. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. Um, if it, the first one was kind of a mess because they actually had this ring in the middle of the. Uh, uh, retailer booths so they there was like a ring where people were doing various every half hour is a different kind of demonstration you know with two guys fake knife fighting two guys fake sword fighting two guys fake taser fighting fake fight con but it was right in the middle of the booths so they couldn't have anybody from the outside come in you had to have, they're, have, they're
0: have, unveiling yeah. a new fighting game there uh, which is true stage combat and uh, when you boot up the disc you, uh, right now it's in the alpha stage so you only have two fighters to select from but you can have the grand old Opry versus the Sydney Opera House <laughs> stage combat <God>. Bum, boom, <laughs>